Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. So it's been a while, but I'm back, and today I'm talking about embodying humility. And when you look up humility, it says that humility is a modest or low view of one's importance. And so what I've noticed in my own life is what gets me in trouble most of the time, it's my ego, allowing my ego, my false self to be in control and believing like that the world revolves around me, that everything needs to go my way, that if someone doesn't do what I want them to, then it gives me permission to be upset. If something doesn't happen the way I wanted it to, then I get to throw a pity party and feel sorry for myself. Um, And these are the very things that often ail me. I get stuck in my, what I like to call, or what Richard Rohr will call, the small self, the small insecure part of me that needs to be in control, that is scared, judgmental, that can't let go of the past. This is not really who you are, but it's a part of you, and it keeps you feeling small, that small self that needs to create problems to make itself feel big, to empower itself. And we only, we give life to the small self um, when we are allowing the ego to be in control. And so it takes consciousness, this present moment, constant awareness to help us shine light in to um, get outside of this small self. And it's what always, it's always this that creates pain in my life. It's what disrupts and disturbs my inner peace. It gets me worried, you know, about what others think of me, if they're judging me, if I'm good enough, worried about how they did me wrong or the problems that are in my life. And what I've found to be the cure to this problem is humility. It's letting go of ourselves. Taking this modest approach to how we see ourselves can free us of this inner pain, this inner turmoil. Um, And the reason we can actually buy in, believe, and embody humility is because of God. Because He is in control of everything. He sees the bigger picture. He has a plan and purpose for everything, right? It's hard for us to see outside of ourselves. You know, if I am a basketball player and I break my ankle, it's really hard for me to see outside. Because I'm in space and time. Like, there's context to my situation. I can't see the bigger picture. But God is eternal. He is the source and the end, the alpha and the omega. So he sees that everything can be used for good. But I have a very limited perception. And so God is the reason why we can embrace humility. And it's in our thinking that causes problems, you know, and thinking that this is bad for me. The example with the basketball player and thinking that this is really a bad thing. Obviously, it's not good, but it's in our thinking that things should have gone differently and thinking that we've been done wrong and thinking that things should have been different. Because again, we have this narrow perception, this narrow, we can't see outside of our little box that we're in. However, when we can let go of ourselves and accept and trust through humility, we can change the way we look at things. We, it, it makes us small. You know, we just realize we are this small little thing. The world doesn't revolve around us. God is in control he has a plan. And with Job, God humbled Job because he took him around the universe and he showed him everything. He took him around the world and says, listen, I'm in control of all of this. I think you should probably start to trust me. And just it's knowing that, that God's in control. He has a plan. He has a purpose. Surely the Lord is going to use it all for good. And humility's hard, though. It requires this daily awareness in each moment 
to practice letting go of ourselves and our own importance. Because who doesn't want to receive attention for everything? Who doesn't want validation for what they've done? Who doesn't want to sound like the smartest or most important person in the room? Who doesn't want to be the most important and be recognized for that? Who doesn't want to be in control of everything? It's how we're wired. It, it's, it's our nature. And that's why we must not think about, it's like we can't think about humility. We must just practice being humble, embody humility, not in our head, but in our hearts. It's, and it, we begin to live and breathe it. You know, it's better to be humble than to be humbled. If we can be humble and let go of ourselves, then we're not going to we're not going to trip up and be humbled by life and that it's just not going to be as bad. And so what does being humble/humility look like? For me, it's really listening because that's where that's what's required. It's a prerequisite to listen, admitting humbly that whoever you're talking to may know something that could be useful for you. And if you just let go of yourself, maybe you could actually learn something because humility is knowing that what you don't know is more important than what you do know. Like you have this map of how you see the world and your experiences. Maybe that person has gone a little, has gone somewhere you haven't gone before and having that conversation, they have a different map of the world and maybe they could help you understand your own map a little bit better and add to your map. But that means letting go of ourselves. You know, what I've noticed is when I'm having a conversation with someone, if they respond like immediately after you say something, it's frustrating to me because you know they didn't listen. They didn't listen at all. They were just thinking about what they had to say. And so it's like, I don't even want to have a conversation with you because you're not listening to me. And so knowing that that upsets me, it's like, okay, I got to flip this inward how can I practice to actually listen to another human being? Another way to embody humility, I guess, is not being above taking the trash out. And to me, this points to a lot of things. It's not just literally taking the trash out, but it's not being above the small work because small isn't sexy. And we think we're too good for the little things, but it's the little things that literally create and give life to the big things. The micro creates the macro. And this goes for everything. And the biggest thing is humbly embracing each moment. Like this moment is the smallest of things. It's the easiest thing to overlook. But then when you begin to realize that this moment actually is everything, you can find life in the now. You can embrace the now, humbly embracing the now and realizing that God is in everything. He's in each and every moment. Every moment becomes more sacred. And it's just walking in awareness of this. Again, another way to embrace humility is taking care of your thoughts and watching your words because these are very two small aspects we overlook. Your thoughts are so small, like they're little things in your words. They don't seem like much, but over the course of a week, a month, a year, they begin to create who you are and your life. But if you can realize that words are very important. Your thoughts are very important. It's a sacred, your mind is a sacred place. Your heart's a sacred place that you need to guard. Above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. And your thoughts, God is always expressing the importance of the tongue because he realizes and knows that the tongue is very destructive. And it's so easy. The easiest thing is the most likely thing to happen. Like it's so easy to tear another down with your tongue. But insofar as it can be destructive and negative, it can also, your speech, your words can be used for good to build others up, to empower people. 
And God created the world through speech, through proper speech. And something I learned from Jordan Peterson was God created habitable, habitable order through speech, through the word. And that's why it is so important. Um, and because like your, your words become a reflection of what's in your heart. Like I notice when I'm always complaining, if I'm complaining about something, it's because I'm dwelling on that within my heart, within my mind. The heart means the mind. In the Bible, when you hear the heart, it's also the mind. Um, and so humility is realizing that we're just, we're never too good for anything. Um, someone who thinks they're too good is just, they're hard to be around. And I think this is important to me because I see that out there and I see people who think, who are full of pride, who think they're too good above other people, too good for things. You know, I don't like that out there. And so it's like, how can I flip that inwardly and be the change within myself that I want to see in the world? And then a common, a common reoccurring theme in the Bible is God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And there's also a verse in Peter that calls us to clothe ourselves in humility towards others because we're all weak. We all sin. We all make mistakes. We all fall. I mean, we're human beings. It's inevitable. But it's hard to see and accept that in others when we are full of ourselves, when we think we are righteous and holy. And But in letting go of ourselves, it can free us. We can have mercy on others. Something I learned from Joseph Campbell and is in the story of the Bible, um, there's a servant that comes to a king and he owes the king a lot of money. Um, and the king, and he begs the king for mercy because the king says, I'm going to sell you and your family um, to pay off the debt as slaves. And the servant begs the king for mercy. Then some, this is what I learned from Joseph Campbell was that if you beg a God for mercy or you beg, you're supposed to bet if you beg someone else for mercy, you should they will, if they grant you mercy, sorry, I'll reframe this. If you ask, if someone asks you for mercy, grant them mercy, because surely there's going to be a time in your life when you're going to be begging someone else or God for mercy, and you would hope that they would grant you mercy. But this slave is granted mercy from the king, but the slave then, in having to pay off his debt, is given more time. And so he goes off to one of his fellow servants or slaves and begs and asks him for the money that he owes, owes him. And then that slave says, listen, I, I don't have this, asks him for mercy as well. But instead of granting this other servant mercy, the slave gets pissed at him and throws him in prison. And then the other servants hear about this and they tell their master. And the the king then condemns the slave. And it's just a story about the importance of forgiveness, but that requires humility. That requires letting go of ourselves and realizing that everyone is weak. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone messes up. Like it's not all about you. And that story is from Matthew 18, 23, 33. I kind of butchered it, but just wanted to share that. Um, and then one other thing I want to share is something about that you hear stories or we read stories about heroes and dragons and what the Western dragon represents is greed. Because the, the dragon hoards gold and virgins, but it has no use for them, and it guards them day and night. So we are this greedy dragon that doesn't want to let go of ourselves, our past ideas, the past in itself, our possessions, our own importance, our image. We guard them day and night because we're greedy. We're scared to let go of things, and it's in whatever you're resisting that's going to persist. persist. And so when we can let go, have humility, and know that
God has a plan, we can actually let go and trust. And it's all it is, is we're, we're guarding these things that we think are important, that we see as important through our limited perception. But when we can actually let go, it frees us, gives us, it creates room for new life to come in. But that means we have to let go. That's, that's a little death in itself. That's a micro death, but that creates room for new life. And so if we continue to walk one day, one moment at a time with humility and embody it and allow ourselves to become humble servants to others in life, to God, it's going to free us of so much troubles, so much of that inner civil war. Humility will free you. It's going to help you find peace and just find connection with the world and with life. Because it's always in thinking that we're above others or we're separate from others that causes mental illness. It causes pain in our lives, this isolation, this inability to relate. But when you can let go of yourself and realize that it's not all about me, it's so freeing because, and just think about it. Do you really want everything to be about you? Do you really want to be God and be in control of everything? Because like we think we do, but then when we have that power, trust me, that's probably the last thing that you want. You Knowing that God is in control and that you can trust him and that we can let go of ourselves and that we can just becoming humble is so freeing. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Just embodying humility takes this constant walk of awareness, walking in awareness each and every day, each and every moment. And I think it's just asking God to humble us because when we're humbled, it does teach us a lot of things. Yeah, it sucks, but man, it'll teach you something. And if you're humbled and you've learned from that, then you can go help, go move forward in your life and help others and teach others and guide them along in their journey. And it just, it brings you some, being humble shows you where you stumble. And if you know where you're going to stumble and know where you've stumbled in the past, like that's some knowledge right there. And if you continue to work and grow you can gain more knowledge through humility. Like it sucks, but it's so important because where you stumble, you got to dig for treasure and being humbled causes us to stumble. But God is in that stumbling block because he can turn that stumbling block into that stepping stone that we need. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a good one. Um, Feel free to reach out if you need anything. Always here, would love to connect. Um, Thank you. Much love. Keep living and loving. Sharpen that iron each and every day, one moment at a time.